Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle Andrew with your sneak peek at next week. Episode number 639 for comics originally coming out May the 18th and May the 19th, 2021. But before Drew and I can get into what's coming out in your local comic shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday. Drew, uh, you and I have been taking a little bit of an effort to go through some of our thoughts on previews a couple months out of things coming out. And it has come to the time where you and I dig through Marvel to see what's coming out. And this is not just any old Marvel month, Drew. Nope, nope. It's a Drew month. It's a Drew month. We yeah. got Moon Knight on top of Moon Knight on top of Moon Knight. So this is actually an intervention. <laughs> I've come here in love to say you do not need one of every Moon Knight that comes out this much. But let's go on through and let's see if I'm wrong and you actually do. Okay. Okay. Well, they're not even gonna. They're they're teasing us. They put it on the cover. Yeah. But then we're gonna look at Amazing Fantasy instead. They're relaunching Amazing Fantasy mm-hmm. into a five issue miniseries. Um, Carrie Andrews is doing the writing and the art. And uh, I will forever looks, be Kare. I'm Team Kari Andrews. Okay, Kari Andrews. That sounds. Fun. I'm not. I don't. I'm not. There's no hill I'm gonna. I die have butchered on. so many creators that I have no hill to stand on either. That's true. That's true. It could be Carrie. Could be Kari. I don't care. Um, but it's a five dollar book. It's thirty two pages. Um, haven't read Amazing Fantasy for a while. I know they relaunched. Was that uh, somewhere in the two thousands? Yeah. Um, at one point, and I don't think I paid attention then. So I'm paying attention now, uh, just to see what they do with it. Yeah. Uh, uh, this is, of course, where. Spider-Man got his start back way back in Amazing Fantasy 15. Oh yeah. Um, so that's where he's got his first appearance, and I hope they use this to launch some new character. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be dope. Uh, I like just, the interior art. It's it's very um, heavy metal ish. Yep. You know, it's got some of that painted style to it, and. Um, I hope they don't just use this space to talk about Spider-Man and do Spider-Man stories. I hope they really do some amazing fantasy stories and and maybe give us a new character. That That'd would be, be really cool if you know something had a launching point for this. But that would mean that they would have had to have thought a few uh, issues out and we're only getting five. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, again, I don't know why why they do that and say... I mean, the, the, we are the we are a proponent of lying to us, and we can yeah. I mean, that. I we're, well, I'm so used to it. I, yeah, I'm, I've been gaslit so long that I expect that I yeah. expect to be mistreated by comic publishers and say, oh, it's an ongoing. Oh, for sure, it's an ongoing. Ha ha! It's a four issue series. Yeah. we knew it all along. Yeah. But I mean, I I think the rule of thumb has always been. Four issue, five issue, twelve issue mini mini series. They're not gonna sell, Mm-mm. so don't launch them that way. No, but maybe... I'm a big fan of. Hey, tell me if this is any good. But your bar seems to, for me the bar is higher on a four issue series once it's already over and people are talking about it. If I'm gonna go back to it, whereas if it's an ongoing, yeah, and it only lasts four issues, you will. Because there's, I, I always feel like, oh, I'll jump back on 
and ride this train for the next couple of years. Gotcha. When I can be like, ah, just skip this train. It's over anyways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it was only a it was only a mini series. They'll never revisit it, so what does it matter? And really what could really happen in four issues anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so no moon night on there, but let's oh no, we have now Sinister War, another four issue series. Nick Spencer, Mark Bagley. More Spidey. Two a month. Yeah. Five dollars. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. I I think because I the Sin Eater story arc went on for so long with mm-hmm. Spider Man and that I don't really want another Spidey. Does Nick Spencer deserve two concurrent Spider Man books? Yeah. The, I mean, I mean, I've liked some of the stuff he's done, but liked okay. Yeah, I haven't loved, I haven't a, loved a lot anything. of the stuff recently. Yeah, you're right. You know, I, I love love his you know superior foes. Mm-hmm. Love his creator own stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't loved his Spider Man lately. Yep. So I've been able know. to look and say, well, you haven't screwed up anything Spider Man related, but no oh well. Yeah. Then we get into Extreme mm-hmm. Carnage. Carnage. And we're going to give that to Philip Kennedy Johnson. Yep. And here's where we give all the screams and the the all the weird one weird name version of symbiotes all come together, correct? Because uh, I, I see okay. is that the wraiths and the screams and the echoes and the whatever these things are named that I forget after two seconds. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah scream. Phage. Riot. Lasher. Agony. I swear, I did not read that ahead of time. I was just going by knowing that they're all just one word, you know, just pulled from a dictionary. Are these all um, Donny Cates creations? Not all of them, but a lot of them. Okay. And I have, like, Scream's first appearance, and I fell for the Agony first appearance, or one of the other ones, so... like. So so you're hoping they hit hard. So, hey, in for a penny, in for a pound. Yeah. So then, we, yeah. So Philip Kennedy Johnson takes the, the takes the Alpha number one. Then we go to Scream number one. That's Clay McCloud Chapman. And Clay Chris McCloud Mooney. from the Clown McCloud. Uh, maybe. And then we have Phage number one. Steve Orlando and Geraldo Sandoval. And that's Flash Thompson involved. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wish them the best. Uh, let me know how that turns out. At some point, it doesn't really matter who's bu- who's the person behind these and all, because they're just pointy arms anymore to me. Yeah, okay. Because it's like, oh, it's Flash Thompson. Well, we've had the good Flash Thompson, and we've had the bad Flash Thompson, and we've had the corrupted Flash Thompson, so I don't even know what Flash Thompson's real personality is, is yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, oh... Andy Bennett is Scream. I don't remember who that is. Or again, is their personality ever even allowed to come out of these characters? Right. But we'll see. Speaking of not knowing what's going on, it's X Men number one. <laughs> another again, X-Men another number one. another relaunch of X Men. 
This time Jerry Duggan gets to take over with Pepe Larraz. So we have a giant size X-Men. It's not a giant size X-Men. It's just a $5 X-Man. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it's $5. 48 pages. There you go. Um, uh, so this is after Hickman's run, I'm guessing. So I, I don't know if we're just building on Hickman and just renumbering for the heck of it. Or it's actually a new, different... All right, I'm going to read something to you. Let's see what we think. Okay. The heroes of Krakoa are here to save the planet. Things might be complicated between the nation of Krakoa and the rest of the world, but the X-Men things are simple. You do what's right. You protect those who need protecting, and you save the world we all share. Cyclops, Marvel Girl, Sunfire, Rogue, Wolverine, Sink, and Polaris are the chosen champions of mutant kind, and they will not shrink from any battle for their home planet. That is the most generic write-up ever. <laughs> hey, so, these are all good guys. And wasn't Join it, us. Wasn't it Polaris who was voted by the, the readers uh, to be added to the team? Was it Polaris? I was, think. she the one that got added in there? Okay. And That's cool. Is the other one, is it, is it Cinch, S-Y-N-C-H, Cinch, which is what I do with a backpack? I think Sync was right. I think the way you pronounced yeah. it sounds right gotcha. to me. Um, the cool thing is when I say Wolverine, it's uh, it's not Logan. So that's cool. Who is it? What's her face? Oh, it's all new. Yeah. Okay. So that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I hope so. I hope so. I mean, like the people that like the Hickman run really like the Hickman run. So, um, we'll if this is springboarding off of that, that should be great. If 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 they're starting, sounds like that's what they're doing because yeah. if it's in Krakoa, that's what the Hickman run kind of took place in Krakoa. So, I and think... the good news is we have forty six variants, which I am interested in seeing most of them. A lot of really good artists. Yeah. And now, now we now, can get to the 15 beat. pages deep, we have Moon Knight, number one, volume 68? No, no. Well, Maybe no. seven? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe eight? Something like that. We are, in, we are in double digits, my friend. Don't you think for a second we're not? No, no, no. I don't think so. <laughs> um, it's it's Jed McKay, who, yeah. who's doing a great job on Black, Black Cat. Um, and Alessandro Cappuccio, um, and McNiven doing some, some covers. We have a at least lo- 11 variants. Yes. And, uh, took a look at the previews order form. So the, the standard cover, um, and of course they're all four ninety nine. Five. Um, yeah. And then we've got the Ramita Jr. Uh, variant that's also independently orderable. Uh, the Gist EM Gist variant is yep. independently orderable. Uh, the Kyle Hotz is a one in ten, maybe because it's okay. twenty five bucks uh, through our our LCS. Uh, the Zafino is independently orderable, so that's good. Scotty Young you can get uh, for reasonable, and then the Torque, the Elizabeth Torque variant. 
is 50 bucks so that's probably one in 25 oh, i'm guessing yeah. um the sinkevich hidden gem is a hundred dollars oh so that's a, and that's a beautiful cover that's a one in 50 uh then we go i think that's the only oh no then there's a ramita junior virgin which is just cover a but virgin and it's a 200 hundred dollar one so that's a one in 400 one 500 something like yeah, that something like uh so ouch so obviously i'm staying away from all the well the above pr- cover price stuff i just don't do those um but the Varegi. The Captain America 80th, the Knock, the Young, the Zafino, the Gist, the Romita Jr., and the Cover A by McNiven are all in play. There so I could very well buy eight, eight covers. Zafino's a nice looking cover, too. Yeah, they're all really, in their own way, they're all lovely. But are they doing anything interesting with Moon Knight? The mysterious Mr. Knight has opened his midnight mission, his people petitioning for protection from the weird and horrible. The Moon Knight stalks the rooftops and alleys marked with his crescent moon tag, bringing violence to any who would harm his people. Mark Spector, in whichever guise he dons, is back on the streets, a renegade priest of an unworthy god, but while Khonshu languishes in a prison that Moon Knight put him in, Moon Knight must still observe his duty, protecting those who travel at night. Let it be known, Moon Knight will keep the faith. So it sounds yeah. like Spectre's less, less, less bat crap crazy. Good. A little bit more in control, maybe. So this sounds like they're going to lean a little bit more into Marvel's version of Batman. (laughs) Sure. Sure. And that's fine. We've done that before. Mm -hmm. And that's been fun. Yeah. I I don't love the John Romita Jr., if I'm being honest. But do I leave it on the table? or I mean, do I have to get it? I think I have to get it. And you know what they're doing? Oh, that's cover A? Yeah, you can't not have the cover A. They're sweetening the pot for me. Yeah. And and what they're doing, they're gonna they're they're saying, Here's some Moon Knight, Drew. Enjoy all this lovely Moon Knight. And you know what? We know you sold your Mo- Werewolf by Night thirty two. <laughs> so we're gonna give you a facsimile. And you can go ahead and pick this up. And since I've already ordered it multiple times, but they canceled the orders. Um, and I'm going to have to order the damn thing again. <laughs> and hopefully they refill, they fill this order this time. Retailers, please note that previous orders have been canceled. New solicitation codes must be used to order this issue. Yeah. So i got to get this again. Um, so I'm thinking I was going to wait till FOC to order all my Moon Knight and think about it a little longer. Yeah. But I think I better order during the pre-order cycle. Just so they know I mean business and don't right. cancel anything don't, on me. They don't pull the rug out from under the moon nights yeah. of it all. Yes. Um, but now I can have my, my Werewolf by Night 32, um, you know, since I, since I sold it too early, obviously. And a majority of people will not have the 1972 Werewolf by Night 32. So no. this be most people's only chance. But yeah, so Moon Knight's back. I'm super excited. Um, I, I doubt this lasts that long. Most of them last lately, twenty issues or so. Maybe you get, maybe you don't even get three arcs out of it. But I'm 
I'm hopeful. I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed and see how it goes. Um, uh, and I'll be there. I'll be there for all of them. And uh, just, I, it's just nice that they they go back to the well, even though the character is not really delivered sales wise for them, and they continue to go back. And it, it makes me happy because it's a favorite character of mine that I get to enjoy again. And there you go. A lot of people have favorite characters that they never get featured at all. So I'm excited about it. Very cool. And then from there we have Infinite Destinies number two. Uh, crossed over within Amazing Spider-Man Annual number two. What's that? Uh, so- well, go ahead. What is this? What is Infinite Destinies again? Do we know this? Uh, no. Okay. This is a like a. It's some sort of warped reality. Is oh is this a um, is this is this like something that's taking place on the annuals? So like a storyline that's just taking place on the annuals. It seems to be. In that vein, yes. Okay, uh, I think okay, I think it's coming back to me now. Did we talk about this last month? We did. Okay, but I don't remember what we said, so I'm nodding. You can't see it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. All right. Infinite Destinies is, yeah. Because I think I was excited about the idea that they're going to the, use the annuals to yeah, tell the, a story. And that they were at least planning something congruent with them. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. But you, were, I think, were less excited about it. I was curious, but that was all. Because we also have it through line of Thor annual number one from Aaron Cooter. Alright, so we gotta get that if you want this whole story. Or you just wait and say, and you wait and see, hey, did anybody read this? Was it good? <laughs> and then you get it, to, you get the trade. Yeah, and then when a couple of people go, eh, you just move on with your life. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you could also do that. Symbiote Spider Man, Crossroads number one, five, five issue series. By Peter David and Greg Land. And this is another symbiote Spider-Man, right? Because we just had one, didn't we? Correct. After three sense-shattering series, Peter David, Greg Land, Jay Leaston, and Frank De Armada, the entire symbiote Spider-Man crew return this time they're taking Spider-Man down the road less traveled to the supremely psychedelic crossroads dimension. In their most ambitious series yet, the symbiote team puts Peter Parker in his alien costume on a collision course with none other than the Incredible Hulk. In a story set just before Peter David's landmark run on the Hulk series. Gotcha. Then we have have you a, read the two prior symbiote series? No, I have not. Have you? No. No. So, yeah, I'm, I'm less enthused. Mm. Uh, then we have the United States of Captain America. We got a Gamma Flight issue two. Uh, the fifth issue of Alien. I am enjoying the... I've enjoyed the first two issues of Alien. I've heard uh, nothing but great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it was really good. And, you know, I had watched... 
uh, an alien movie in a long time, and I haven't <coughs> read an alien movie since that, or an alien comic since that mm-hmm. Stoko thing, James Stoko thing that was out a while ago. Oh yeah. Um. So it was cool. I mean, I, I really enjoyed the first two issues, and uh, I hope it continues to hit up, hit on that level. Um. I don't know that I want to start spinning off already to an Aliens Aftermath number one with Benjamin Piercy. Uh, but they are going to mine this, I guess, since they got the license, like they did with Star Wars. They're going to spin off as much as they can. I know. But I, I'll, I'll, I'm going to continue to read that first volume. I don't know that I'm going to do the spinoffs. I don't think I, I don't think I have that in me. Our fr- your friend and mine, Derek, actually forced his Blu-rays of the Alien series on me. Many moons ago, and I'm looking at them right now because I keep forgetting to actually watch them because I remember very little about the so, movie. So that's that's the original trilogy, the Alien, Aliens, Aliens and Alien Three. Yep. Okay, and then that's the Fincher is the third one, right? I believe so. So that's good in its own right because it's Fincher, but the first two are pretty much you know classics. Oh yeah, right. And I I'd, I'd seen them all long time ago oh, but yeah. I, ne- I never circled back around and I was told I had to do that oh yeah they're I mean they're fantastic films but they're like like the first one is totally different in tone kind of like a horror movie almost yeah yeah and then the second one is more your standard blockbuster mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of I have like aliens is on prime so I can get that. So is Alien 3. But the first one, I can get on AMB, IMDb 2. But I have to pay for it otherwise. Um, yeah, Again, I'm, I just spoke of having the Blu-ray series sitting right here. Right, but I'm not, I'm not yeah. going to borrow the, the Blu-ray from you that you borrowed from your friend. Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, when I can, what I can watch it. Been sitting there for a year, and I haven't watched it. So yeah. Well, he, the the same guy also loaned me. Uh, what's the freaking cartoon that you guys like? Rick and Morty. Yeah. And and he told me I had to watch those, and I watched one, and the rest of that Blu-ray is just sitting there bothering me, and I tried <laughs> to give it back to him, and he's like, "No, you got to keep it till you watch them." Yeah, he does so, that where he he won't take them back until you've watched them and written yes, a, a yes. small compendium. Yeah, so I I've still got to finish Rick and Morty, and you got to finish Alien. Uh, yep. But now I want to watch Alien. <laughs> <laughs> and you're making me want to watch Rick and Morty, so let's just swap. <laughs> we'll swap Blu-rays. Uh, uh, then we have the uh, the Trials of Ultraman. You know, I really wanted to w- read this, and uh, I started the first that first Ultraman. That series. Uh, read the first one, maybe the second one. I can't even think if I did now. And and I just dropped off. I just dropped off. And now, now we're doing the trials of with Kyle Higgins, your boy. Yeah. Nope. Not enough for me. Not enough. Not enough. We we're finishing up Carnage, Black, White, and Blood. Uh, we're doing some more Chang Chi. Third issue. We've got. X-Men Legends number five. Mm-hmm. X-Corp with another great David Aha cover. Those are so good. That's so awesome. 
And you ended up pulling the trigger on those um, the first issue, right? Yep. Yeah, you did that. Uh, Size Burrier with Way the X. With oh. My boy Nightcrawler on there. I do like Size Burrier. And you, I know you love Nightcrawler. Yes, yes, that's true. And we have Children of the Atom on, on their fifth issue. Hellions on 13. Sword, number seven. Wolverine number fourteen. Have you dipped back into Wolverine, or have you been? I've so... been so burnt by Wolverine that we have to do something compelling yeah. to even make me think about it. I have blown so much stupid money on Wolverine launches that have gone nowhere and done absolutely nothing. It's and left a bad are taste. So easily forgettable that it drives me up the friggin' wall. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's it's you've been burnt so much. Yeah. So that means you can't even enjoy reading a comic now. That's that's sad. Yes. It's very sad. Yes. Uh, then we go to X-Force 21. Uh, we got New Mutants 20. Marauders 22. Excalibur 22. Spider-Woman gets to uh, issue 13. And I really like that Yoon cover. Man. That's very, that's very good. Is how that, long before they pull the trigger out? The, the plug on Spider Woman. I don't know. You know, without having sales data anymore, it's tough to say. I'm just assuming it's not selling well. Yeah. I don't think Black Cat's selling well. Um, it's on its eighth issue. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, this great Peach Momoko co- variant cover there. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it's a great series, but I, I just can't imagine it's selling well either. But I mean, really, what sells well anymore? Yeah. Yeah, we don't even know. Uh, Miles Morales hits 28. We're doing uh, Spider Shadow. It's four of five. And it's answering the question what if Peter Parker became Venom? There you go. We, we kind of have experienced that. But. Yeah. Um, nonstop Spider Man hits issue five. Read the first couple, they're good. World War She-Hulk in Avengers 46. That's another another series I, I want to like more than I have. Um, Jason Aaron's writing it, right? I should love yeah. it. Yeah. It just hasn't been able to... It hasn't grabbed me. Captain Marvel hits issue 30 with an oversized issue because it's the 30th issue. Gotcha. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man hits 10. And what is this? We're doing some massive Fantastic Four deal. It It says Flame On, the biggest change to a Fantastic Four member since number one in 1961. Celebrating 60 years of Fantastic Four. Uh, Doctor Doom changes the life of one of the members of the Marvel's first family in a profound way. Do not meet, miss this final, fateful chapter. Guest starring Namor and the Black Panther. Oh, wow. I probably should have been reading this. That sounds interesting. Hmm. hmm. Uh, then Black Widow hits issue nine. Eternal is at six. 
Avengers Mech Strike. I started reading this because Jed McKay is writing it, who's writing Moon Knight and Black Cat, which I, I'm assuming I'm going to like the, the Moon Knight, and I am enjoying Black Cat. So I started reading Mech Strike, and it's okay. It's, <laughs> it's, it's a little better than okay. There you go. Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade. We got a few things wrapping up Black Knight. Uh, ending uh, ending Beta Ray Bell 505 yes. ending yep yep Thor and Loki Double Trouble 44 ending a lot of stuff ending to make way for for this Moon Knight that's going to be taken over we'll try take the world by storm yeah what else am I missing from our friend Donnie Cates Champions number 8 I need to dip back into Champions uh, I used to be a big fan and uh, when they Relaunched, relaunched. I didn't like the way it was going, but now they've got a new writer, this Danny Lore, Lore, and um, I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm jumping over a couple things, but I'm down looking at Runaways 37, which we're now going back to legacy numbering, just telling us this is technically Runaways 99, and the next issue will be 100. What page are you on? I am down on 57. Um, okay, I blew right past that. Six. Did you? Let me get back up there. Again, the it's easy to blow past because it's made. Okay. Okay, so this is this is so this is issue 99 of Runaways. Yes. And so we'll get issue 100. All right. That's interesting. Okay. Then we have uh, Mortal Hulk, Savage Avengers, Daredevil. I should check back in on Daredevil, especially since Stills, I like. Still, her. I'm. I'm. I, I was yeah. wrong. Yeah, you were wrong I about that. I thought it would move on very quickly from that. Yeah, we're up to issue thirty-two, and it's still her. So, Chip Zdarsky, I like him. So I, I need to. Yep. I need to give him more time. It's just like, it's like a like a bottom of the stack thing, and it's something I just don't get around to, and. Eh. High Republic 7 for Star Wars. War of the Bounty Hunters number 2. And they're giving us that um, that action figure Bosk straight out of the gate here. That, is that tempting? I do like Bosk, yeah. Is it? Yeah. We're, we're putting the old uh, Han Solo in uh, Carbonite right there on the cover. Mm-hmm. So this War of the Bounty Hunters is big deal, right? And we also have an, uh, an offshoot already of War of the Bounty Hunters, Jabba the Hutt, number one. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I got confused. I didn't realize that was a spinoff. <coughs> Let me see um, if we can get a timeline on this. Jabba the Hutt is one of the most powerful and ruthless gangsters in the galaxy, and Boba Fett, his most trusted bounty hunter, has failed him. How will Jabba deal with betrayal violently? And what does this have to do with a bounty hunter with ties to the High Republic? Hmm. Justina Ireland and Luca Pizza Ari's hut size spectacular is the first of four action-packed War of the Bounty Hunters tie-ins about the criminal underworld's most notorious hunters and scoundrels. 
all told by the best Star Wars writers and illustrators in the galaxy. Uh, Kyle? Yes. This seems, like this bounty hunter stuff seems like it's up your alley to me. I like a good bounty hunter. I really do. So, it's Star Wars. You love Star Wars. It's bounty hunters. Yes. Um, You like that. A lot of these characters are... And it's going to tie into all the different Star Wars titles. And it's all going to be spread across all of them in a great big tie-in. Why aren't you excited about this? It could suck. It could very easily suck and be nothing. You should be excited about this. Love them all. Big fans of the IG-88s, the Bosks, the Dengars, the Bobas of the world. When they were with you. When they were sitting around drawing this up, I think you are the guy that they were thinking, hey, we've got these comic fans, Star Wars fans out there that love this stuff. We can tempt them to read everything in the line, to to read this big event. And then maybe if we do a good job, They'll stick around and they'll get reinvigorated and read all the all the Star Wars comics again. We've already got them whipped into a frenzy with the end of Mandalorian season two. Yeah, with yeah. the book of Boba Fett. And yeah, and you got the Bad Batch. You know, wet yeah. your whistle. You, you want yeah. it, You want more? You can go play with play in this world in, with this mm-hmm. event. Yeah. And in the the best case scenario is you love it and yes. you and you start reading all the comics again. There you go. Back into the Afras, which I was there for moment number one. Back into the Star Wars, which right. hasn't been good for a couple of years now. Yeah, I'm with you. So right now, because right now you're only reading High Republic, right? No, I did the Vader series. I, I, I've actually really liked the Vader series that's going on at the, at the moment. Okay, so you're reading two already. Yep. Plus that IDW thing? Or no? Correct. Okay. With, yeah, the other High Republic. Yeah, both High Republics, Darth Vader... And then I'm going to dip into this bounty hunters. Actually, I'm just going to follow this bounty hunters through the entirety. So you but will, you'll have I'm staying to. low and expecting it to be completely yeah. cheesy. But we'll so see. Really, the only thing you have to add back in then is the Star Wars main and the Doctor Aphra and the Aphra. Yep. Everything else you're already reading. Correct. If you read the the actual mini series, yeah, I don't think there's a High Republic tie-in. They talk of the High Republic, but I don't think it swings into that book. Oh yeah, it wouldn't make sense, would it? Yeah, you'd be a two hundred year jump. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. They're kind of phoning in some of these covers on on these Star Wars books. Let's okay. Let's if we just start at page sixty two and we take a drink every time we see Boba Fett. One, two, three, four. Only four, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't look at all the variants. No, I did not. Which you know that's 99% of the variants are going to be Bobo related. And that's pretty much it for me. think so, but we're only on page 72. There's got to be more stuff, Kyle. I had already clicked off. I'm sorry. I You're done. Sta- you, you, I you, saw a statue, and I moved on with my life. you got to understand how, how how they do it. They they split stuff up. There might be some fantastic gold here that we have to look at. 
And so far, I'm just looking at trades and omnibuses. So mm -hmm. you might have been correct. Not that there aren't wonderful. Those are wonderful things. But I'm not just usually not what order. we talk about. We don't yeah. usually talk about those here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to scoot down. I'm, on, I'm on almost to um, 100. So I'm, I'm flying through here just to double check. Is there anything I'm missing? Again, I've closed the window already. You don't, even, you don't even care. You don't even care what the last half of the book says. I don't have $160 for a for book a trade? that I like. Yeah. <laughs> for an oversized trade. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. That was it. That was it. All right, Kyle. Let's let's go look at some hot books over Let's go the... to cover price. Yes. And look at cover price top 10 and see what is flying off the shelves. Starting at rank 10, we have Batman Fortnite 0. Point number 1. 2021 sales fell again from 122 copies last week to just moving 61 this week, yet still had a 7-day trend of 100% and a high sale of $53 for a friggin' Raw, which helped it remain on the list this week. Fortnite players picking these up, getting the armored Batman with all six codes. For those tired of seeing these on here, we have two more months of this crap, plus subsequent printings and variants. Settle in, beasts. So, um, $53 for a Raw is probably not letting your son... Nope, sorry, homie, you playing <laughs> with fish stick again. <laughs> yeah. He does not get this yet. Okay. Nope, he gets a second print when it filters through. <laughs> Unless the, if the second print spikes, I'm selling it out under him, too. <laughs> He's going to have to get a DC Unlimited subscription. Yep, yep. We're going to look at that. I rank nine, Black Widow number six. A holdover from last week, this issue features the first appearance of Lady Nguyen, a.k.a. Marigold, who becomes Natasha's protege. Almost 30 bucks for all. From 1973, Conan the Barbarian, number 24. Recently, actress Hannah John Kamen was cast as Red Sonia for the Netflix film of the same name. CGC designated Conan 23 as the first appearance of Red Sonia, and this issue is the first Full appearance. Both are important. Since 23 gets most of the focus, buyers quickly turned to this issue and moved 20 copies. High sale of $1,100 for a CGC 9.4. At rank 7, Batman Fortnite point zero number 1. Second print. Uh-oh. Crap, we were just talking about this. <laughs> the second print made the list as well. 26 for a raw. Sorry, buddy. You ain't getting that. I'm sorry. <laughs> At rank 6, Secret Wars, Secret Love, number 1, second print from 2015. The guys on a very popular podcast mentioned this book and noted how this second print homage, Our Love Story, number 1, was most likely a low-printed issue. With Kamala on the rise, low-printed issues featuring her on the cover are going to see significant market increases, which of course it did, moving 39 copies and 50 bucks for a raw. Uh, from 1991 at rank 5 we have Marvel Comics Presents number 72 for the third week in a row this Wolverine origin story landed on the top 10 recently there were very loose rumors of a very unlikely Wolverine anthology series for Disney Plus CGC 9.8 going for 850 because of very loose rumors what do you That's think of, who do you think the, um, the the podcast was that he's referring to it, it wasn't us I apologize I don't, I don't, yeah, it wasn't us. We did not mention yeah. our love story number one, but I'm wondering who it was. Yeah. Not sure on the top of my head. 
At rank four, something is killing the children. Number one, the 2020 LCSD foil variant. CGC 9.8 is going for $295. 9.8s are selling for $200, which is pretty great. Uh, Batman Fortnite point zero number two. Another Fortnite book, 30 bucks for Raw. At rank two, Mighty Avengers number one from 2013, Marvel recently released a preview of their upcoming slate of films, including the official announcement of The Marvels, replacing Captain Marvel 2. In the title, the A was replaced with Monica Rambeau's Spectrum logo. This, of course, led Benny to assume that Monica will take on the moniker. Her first appearance as Spectrum is in this issue. While this is still speculation, it moved 70 friggin' copies, and a CDC 9.8 is up to 350 already. Wow. Yeah. Carnage, Black, White, and Blood, number three, the Kevin Eastman 1 in 25 variant. With the Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer finally re- releasing, this book is trending at the perfect time. The series features an anthology of stories centered around Carnage. However, Kevin Eastman is a fan favorite artist and rarely draws books outside of the TMNT Turtles books. His 1 in 25 for this issue is incredibly tough to find and therefore witnessing high demand. Sold forty copies and a raw hit fifty three bucks. Yeah, I don't. I don't even remember when this happened. I don't remember yeah. Kevin. You know, yeah, I would think Kevin Eastman would have would have popped off the page at us, but mm-hmm. yeah, I don't remember that at all. Bummer. At rank eleven, we have Avengers Academy number one from twenty ten. Um, another podcast related book. Uh, this features several young Marvel characters: Hazmat, Metal, Striker, Veil, and Finesse. Uh, there's no rumor of them appearing anywhere anytime soon, but they believe, these frickin' podcasters, that they could show up at some point during Phase 4. So that makes it sell 29 copies with a high sale of $90 for a near-mint plus raw copy. Hmm. At rank 12, we have Batman 108. <coughs> this is the first Miracle Molly. Um, this is the one one in twenty five, so it sold for fifty five dollars for a raw, um, and I guess raw copies have now dropped and selling it for thirty bucks, which is ridiculous for a one in twenty five because you probably paid more than that. So um, bummer. Uh, Batman Fortnite zero point number two from uh, <coughs> rank thirteen. And this is the one in twenty-five version, and this is selling for forty bucks for a raw. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man one twenty-nine from nineteen seventy-four. This, of course, is the first Punisher. It comes in at rank fourteen. Uh, it sold thirteen copies. It had a high sale of get this eight thousand nine hundred and eighty-eight dollars oh. for a raw, not a CGC nine eight. That's for a raw. Uh, rank 15, we have Miles Morales' first appearance in Ultimate Fallout number 4, continuing to sell 38 more copies, changed hands. This one got a $3,400 price tag on a CGC 9.8. Then we go to Star Wars Kanan the Last Padawan. Uh, Kyle has a million I have to get the these. CGC, don't I? You do. You do. Um, it sold 37 copies and had a high sale of $500 for a CGC. First appearance of Sabine, Kanan, Ezra, Chopper, Hera, Zeb, who we haven't really seen pop off on anything live action 
or anything super exciting. But is it is it worth thirty dollars for you to see if you got a nine eight there to get five hundred back? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with you? What are you I'm doing? Gonna, what are you I'm doing gonna, with your time? How uh, long do we have? I also have. <laughs> I have so many books. You got the silk. Time. The silk. That that's a beauty that needs to go. Well, yeah. There were. Well, the Young Avengers number one needs to go. Um, yeah. Uh, I got. Oh, I, I found something is killing the children. Cover B. Number one. Number one. Yeah, that needs to go. Yeah. Yeah, you need you need to do it. You're not going to get a better as good a deal as you would have got in early April. Yeah. You have to pay a few more dollars a piece, but oh well. At rank seventeen, we have Lady Killer number one, with my girl, uh, Joelle Jones, and they've now. Uh, got Blake Lively uh, playing Lady Killer and Diablo Cody doing the writing. We're not sure if they, Diablo Cody can still write, but that's still cool. And it has moved this to a high sale of $350 for a CGC 9.8. Uh, Conan the Barbarian number 23 from 1973. Uh, we have Hannah John Kamen cast as Red Sonia for the Netflix film. This is her first official appearance as Red Sonia. So, this is selling for $1,500 for a 9.6. That should go higher. Yeah. I would well, that's think, just a 9.6. I would think Red Sonia could spike. But it's a 1973 book. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't expect 9.8s out of the 1973 book, can you? Yes. I guess you can. Uh, rank 19, we have Jupiter's Legacy. Kyle, did you watch this? I haven't watched it yet. Fantastic. I actually just started Winter Soldier, Falcon Winter Soldier. That's good for you. At least, you, yeah, knock that out. It's pretty good, too. Um, sold Jupiter's Legacy sold 40 copies. Uh, had a high sale of 200 bucks for a CGC 9.8. $218, actually. Um, this was great. I really enjoyed it. But having read the comics, but... having read all the Jupiter's Legacy comics, and knowing what's coming hurts a little bit oh my because you're waiting for the big big things to happen and you know it's coming you know what's next and um so it's kind of better i think i think you'll enjoy jupiter's legacy if you haven't going in blind yeah i I think so um and then at uh number 20 is something that killed something is killing the children number one the eighth print such a cool looking cover. I wish I'd have paid attention and saw it. And it had a high sale of uh, 120 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. But we've gone from what has been selling for good. Let's get back into some future speculation. And let's do that with our FOC. Of course, our FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last ability to see the things coming out here in the next few weeks add them to our order so we don't have to chase them on the secondary market. We can just use our brains and get them for cover price, if not less, with our discounts. We get a wonderful list from our good friends at Deep Discount Comics. They fire us off a list on Fridays. We go over it and share it with you so we can make adjustments to our orders, our DC orders on Sunday, and our other orders on Monday. We get a cool little curated list, and they actually pull a few things out and say, what do you think about this? First thing they're talking about, DC Unkillables trade paperback uh, coming out. Or, I'm sorry, the Deceased Unkillables trade paperback. Coming out, that is a cool-looking cover on that. 
Future State Gotham number two, the Derek Chu cardstock variant from DC. Even my boy Nightwing there on the cover there. Geiger number three, cover A. Six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton number one, with the cover A from Image Books there. Iron Man number nine. The uh, Panovision Spider-Man Villains variant. Panosian. Panosian. Dan Panosian. Ah, Dan Panosian. Is that Boomerang on there? I can't even tell off the top of my head. I think you're right, yeah. Web of Spider-Man, number one of that five-issue series. Something is Killing the Children, number 17 from Boom Comics. From Ablaze Comics, he's telling us all about Space Pirate Captain Harlock, number one. A Derek Chu variant from from Blaze Comics. That's pretty cool. Dynamite is giving us Red Sonian, number one. The 1977 Dynamite edition with the OG cover we can get. And... Perhapanots? Perhapanots Second Chance Number One from Scout Comics. Interesting. Interesting there, yes, exactly. But let's not take Eric's word for it. Let's dig into our FOC and see what we can find. And let's start with DC Books. I did find myself reading um, Batman and Scooby Doo Mysteries. <laughs> Again? Back to it? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's third issues out. I did I've read the first. I read the first one. I don't know that I read the second one yet, but I probably will. Because it's this nostalgia, man. It's got the nostalgia feels right there. So, Longing uh, for the days of that post-apocalyptic Scooby-Doo book. Uh-huh, exactly. Which I blanked on the name of. I, I can't remember either, but I, lo- yeah. I love that book. Yeah, you were a big fan. Anything else happening in... Injustice Year Zero, complete hardcover. That's cool. The art Joker covers are all awesome. The Future State Gotham um, has a uh, an art germ. That's really nice. Yeah, you're right about the Jokers. They're all fantastic. Mm-hmm. On the new fifty-two, has a deluxe edition hardcover. Is that like all the first issues? Is that what that is? I wonder. Yeah, tenth anniversary docs just went. Yeah, that went over some of the highlight stuff. Yeah, I think it's like a lot of their 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 number ones. Mm-hmm. So if, I mean, if why why. Why aren't we still doing a new 52 if we're so damn proud of it? Yeah. Right? Should still be doing it. I mean, I loved it. It bore some awesome fruit for me. And then we have Represent number one. I've read all these digitally. I think I've read every single one of them. Um, They're really fun little stories, short stories. Um, Some are better than others, uh, but worth, worth reading. They didn't do much with the Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow blank. Just, uh, yeah. just light blue. 
but they do something fun. I do love the Superman 32 uh, cardstock variant. That's that really, in yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. And then the Josh Middleton Wonder Woman is great. I don't know what's going on there, but it's great. down into some dark horse secrets yeah. yeah secret land number one yeah what's that about an odd book Christopher Emgard and yeah. Tomas Aria Hitler's dead Ben and Catherine are supposed to be together happy instead Ben fights the war in the Pacific with the reckless heroism of one who believes his fiance is killed in action okay Interesting. That's something I check out that Sophie Campbell TMNT ongoing for 117. Usually she does pretty good. That one's just okay. Mm -hmm. Eastman, I'm guessing, isn't available. And, uh, and then our 1 in 10 is a nice looking cower. Those 1 in 10s have been spiking a bit, so. Sam Lofty. Yeah, maybe a nice quick flip there. That isn't bad. I kind of like it. Yeah. What do our good friends at Cow at uh, Cowboy want? Twenty bucks. Yep. I don't think there's enough meat on that bone, man. Nope. What about a Transformers Annual? I I liked the Freddie Williams one in ten. It's a good looking cover. Kyle, remind me of what ant is. Uh, image. I don't remember off the top of my head. So there's no way there have been 11. <coughs> 11 no, there's been 11 14 issues. years between issues. Okay, okay. I was going to say, there's no way. About, this is an Eric Larson thing. This is your boy. The answer 14 years after its previous issue was published, Ant returns for Volume 1's all inspiring conclusion. This special one-shot both wraps up the story already begun by series creator Mario Gully and serves as a completely self-contained introduction to Ant by superstar creator Eric Larson. Hannah Washington has spent years looking for answers and finally her quest comes to its epic conclusion, guest-starring the dynamic Daredevil. Okay, I, I thought maybe I had had a stroke and that we, for 11 months, I had missed... The previous ants. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, how did I do that? And I have no clue. But that makes a lot more sense now. That's good. Birthright makes it to issue 50. Birthright concludes. Uh, hats off, Josh Williamson. Um, Amen. Yeah. Speaking of conclusions, I just finished The Last Outcast. Uh, hey. Issue 48. So Kirkman, of course, now has... What is that... Uh, multiple trades, hardcovers, and a an, uh, compendium that he can put put out for yep. for Outcast, and it ended really well. Really stuck he the landing. Stuck the landing. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Geiger's been good. 
Good Asian. Still haven't read that first issue sitting there. I did read the first issue of Hey Kids Comics. And uh, you know how much I love that first volume. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second volume doesn't start off as good because there's just a big cast of characters and I'm having a little trouble grasping what's going on. But I'm sure it's going to. I'm going to pull it together. Six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton, number one from Image Comics. Kyle Starks writing this book. For fans of Chew and Assassination comes a new action mystery series. Oh, yeah, okay. So Kyle Starks did Assassination, right? We like that. Yes. We like that. Yeah. I don't remember Chris Schweitzer from anything. But... Oh yeah, I I really enjoyed Kyle Stark's writing, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Me check too. this out. Down in some Marvel books. Uh, is it worth getting Black Widow num- number six, the second print, for that first Marigold? She got a cover. Oh yeah, she's got some cool cover stuff. Is that's. That's not Marigold, is it? I have no idea. On the cover A. But I have, let me look at the $50 variant. That's probably her. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm not paying that. But yep. Moving on. Maybe worth, it might be worth picking up the second printing. I don't know. Heroes Reborn goes to a second print. That's good. Mm-hmm. We've got Heroes Reborn Night Gwen. Such a weird, so weird. Doctor Gwendolyn Stacy is Ravencroft Asylum's leading psychiatrist. Nightbird. Huh? What do you think, Kyle? I'm freaked out. It's weird. I we, don't like it. We poo-pooed them before, and they've become big deals. We did not poo-poo them before. We were enjoying other things. <laughs> well, what about Heroes Reborn Squadron Savage? Nope, still dumb. You don't like that either? No. Crossbones, Cloak, and Murder Hornet? Those are some cool names. <laughs> So that Bounty Hunters Alpha went to a second print. Mm hmm. Last chance to pick up Web of Spider Man number one. Bothers me that it's only a five issue miniseries. Web of Spider Man went on forever back in the day. And it's the only series that hasn't really popped. Yeah. That bothers me. I'm skipping it. It's a second issue of uh, Marjorie Finnegan Temporal Criminal from AWA. Boom's putting out a bunch of printings for Dune House Atreides. Number one goes to a fourth. Number two goes to a third. Number three and four go to a second. Good luck, 
number one from Boom Studios. There are four different covers on that one. Two ratio tens and twenty fives. Yeah, that's Matthew Ehrman and Stefano Simeon. Mm. And they answered the question, what if luck was quantifiable and someone on something everyone was born with? Everyone except the unfortunates. Teenagers born with absolutely zero luck. Hey, that was me. <laughs> Something is killing the children. 17. Boy, that is a cool looking bee cover. Now, Kyle, you've said this before, and it's been its hit. Yes. This is one of those times. Yes. So... Better than the A cover. I like it, but yeah. 100%. I think you're right. I think you're right. Now, and then what about that tw 1 in 25? Not as good as the B. The B is better. The B is much better. Set it here, fo right here, folks. Go cover B. Moving on from Boom, we are into a Blaze Comics. And why are we into a Blaze Comics? Because Space Pirate Captain Heartlock number one is blowing up. We got like 10 different variants for it. And we've got, for an Ablaze comic, there's some big names. You got Derek Chu, Yannick Paquette doing covers here. I'm going to go down to Aftershocks. Bunny Mask number one from Paul Tobin with art by Andrea Muti. And it's a horror series. Um, Paul Tobin did Colder. And the A cover is creepy as hell. And it's Bunny Mask. All that, yeah. And then the B cover is kind of cool too, so uh, take a look at that the one. The B only cover B, you can cut it out and make your own mask. Make your own mask, yeah. Now the uh, there is also an an Adlerd. Is that our boy Adlerd that's doing the one in twenty five? But it's not great. Mm -hmm. One of the bigger books we're probably going to get from this is uh, from Black Mask Comics with White Number One. The team that asks, "What if only black people had superheroes?" is back with the sequel to the critically acclaimed series Black. White comics are limited to twenty five hundred copies each. Grab them before they sell out. That's that's a small print run. Yeah. wonder if we can get one for this. What do you mean? Yeah. they have already gone through their 2,500. I mean, it wouldn't be all on FOC if it had maxed out already, would it? Yeah, it's probably true. And what happens if, you, if it gets allocated? Does that mean you get a second print? That was my other question. Yeah. I, I love that. White comics are allocated to 2,500 copies. Pretty interesting. 
Yeah, some really cool stuff on the FOC this week. Mm-hmm. Now let's go back to what's already been selling good, what's blown up from weeks past. Let's head on over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com and let's see what their Hot 10 has to offer for us. The number one book for them is Bitterroot number one. 75 to 100 or more dollars. Oh man, this one could be cool. Regina King to direct under the legendary brand. That is definitely a win-win. There are so many good covers for this number one, especially the Akira homage. At rank two, we have Venom versus Carnage number two. And number one, 125 to 150 raw and 9.8s are now over $600. Patrick Mulligan showing up in the Venom trailer shouldn't have really been that big of a surprise, right? Marvel Team Up, number 14 from 2006. Up from between 50 and 60 to over 100 to 125. Invincible is crushing it, so why not a crossover with Spidey doing the same? Well, I don't remember that at all. I didn't even know it existed. That's that's cool. Department of Truth, number one, the fifth print secret variant. Between 75 and and $100. Do we still like these quote-unquote secret variants? I guess some people do based on the selling price of this one. At rank five, we have Hank Howard, pizza detective in Caligula Safe, number one. Um, what? And why would a book selling for between 15 and 20 bucks be on the list this week? Even though that was the norm a year ago. One dollar cover price is why. I'm sure retailers bought many extras of this. So I wouldn't go crazy on what might be the strangest titled book ever. Did you get your copy? No. I don't know if I did either. I'd, so weird. It said, it said I shipped it shipped one. So yeah. I'm ex- there you go. I might have got one. <laughs> At rank six we have G.I. Joe number 281. The Casey Maloney 1 in 10 variant. Selling for over $40. The first appearance of Sherlock. Just think what this would be selling for if that character was on the cover. Like the A cover. Mighty Avengers number 1 from 2013 and 9.8 of this sold this year for $72. Now expect to pay over 300 Rawls have also jumped from basically no one was buying them to all kinds of sales in the 35 to 50 range. I do agree that Monica Rambo will be a big player from here on out, and this is the likely moniker she will take. At rank 8, Beta Ray Bill number 1, second print 1 in 25 between 50 and $60. Y'all know that I put these second print incentives on the list just to irritate everybody, right? This is a sweet gold variant of one the all of you can can order first prints of, though. <laughs> At rank 9, Zatanna number 16, clearly one of Adam Hughes's best covers ever, but this was creeping up and is now $250 for a raw copy. The last 9.8 sold in March for $450, but if you can find it now for that price, you are stealing it. Number one rule of modern comics, never give up on an iconic cover art. And at rank 10, Avengers Academy number one, between 60 and $70. Hazmat? Metal? Who is paying this much for these characters and no one has ever cared about them before? Who knows? Now because of that uh, crazy podcast that mentioned it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. 
And honorable mention, Spider-Man 601, 9.8s have sold this week for between 325 and 400 and Rawls are over 110. Classic cover that has had a lot of eyes on it this past week because of some IG users thought he could fix Campbell's work. Eyes equals a price increase. But again, do not give up on iconic covers. And Space Adventures number 12 by a good friend, Varios. Uh, Steve Ditko cover on this. A 6.5 sold just last summer for 1200 bucks. This week, an 8.5 sold for 7200 That price is 80% higher than the last 8.5 that sold two years ago for 4Gs. Jesus. Classic, classic cover, to be honest. I'm surprised that lower-grade copies are still somewhat affordable. Ah, uh, we need to get us one. Yeah, that's... That is that is cool, and that's an old Steve Ditko. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Drew, we've gone over what's flying off the secondary market. We've gone over what we are going to order here in the future. But let's look at right here and now with our sneak peek at next week. Let's see what you and I are going to make sure we get from our comic shops coming out next week. Let's start going to LunarDistribution.com and finding the eight. The releases for the 18th. It's going to be weird in a couple months when we have to go to three different sites to do this. That's, yeah. More Fortnite. They're all blowing up. Just kidding. Buy them both. Yep. Yeah, buy one and give it to Kyle's kid because he won't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like my Nightwing covers for 80. Look at that Joker second printing, man. Yeah. The Francesco Matina. Oh, that's gorgeous. The Legends of the Dark Knight's pretty nice. Yeah, we've discovered that Redondo does better with um, second prints than he does the the regular print Night Wings. I do like what they're doing with the color scheme, but and I don't mind the uh, clothesline acrobatics. I think that's kind of nice. You don't, you didn't care for it. Do you not mind it, or do you like it? I like it. I don't. And I, what are we doing with Wonder Girl there? Just blank. Gotcha. That's enough for DC. All right, we're going to head on over to Previews World, find May 19th, and start where we love to start. Let's start in Image with Geiger number one getting a cool-looking third print. Uh, very white cover. That's going to be a hard one to get a 9.8. But that's... I really like that third print. Radiant Black in the third prints for issue one. Two, second print for three. Wow. Holy crap. It's like people realized huh. Image does superheroes. Good. Uh-huh. Good one. Stillwater's back with its issue seven. That's a good one. Stray Dogs, is that finishing? Oh, it's penultimate. 
Yep. And I've heard nothing but good things. I wish they, I bet you they are kicking themselves for making this a five issue series and they wish it was continuing on. If they just shut their mouths, they could be making more money. Yep, true. Five, one, two, three, four, five covers for Walking Dead 15. Don't I know it. Dark Horse, we have Far Cry, Rite of Passage, number one. It's a three-issue series. Far Cry, really cool and fun video game. Featuring fan-favorite villains from Far Cry 3, 4, and 5. Pagan Men being my favorite Far Cry villain. Um, remind me what Far Cry is, what kind of game it is. Um, First person, um, run around, kill things, blow things up. Adventure? Um, yeah. Yeah, the fifth one was like David Koresh. You're trying to take down a David Koresh type institution. Um, they've really got, they mostly have really cool villains they center around. Rangers of the Divide, number one from Dark Horse. Um, from Megan Wang. Uh, looks, looks really pretty on the cover. She's doing it all. Uh, dragons, mythical beasts, and sci-fi technology. Might be worth checking out. Mm, looks a little all-aged, but not bad. From IDW, we have Chained to the Grave, number three. Nifty-looking, weird, crazy, off-the-wall cover. We talked about this Best of Splinter. It's a great cover. IDW, yeah, Turtle series. This is the bright pink Splinter cover. Very cool. Moving on and checking out some of our Marvel books. Uh, I'm looking forward to this Fantastic Four life story. Mark Russell's going to write it. It's going to be pretty cool. He's going to cover the 60s, 70s, uh, and the other <laughs> decades. And I'm sure he's going to. I like the Martine variant. It's Cool looking. He's really probably going to hit the satire pretty hard, so I think it's yeah. pretty good. Is that Mark Marcos Martin? Yeah, he does some good work. I like it. Yeah. Let's just buy that stuff sight unseen. Mm -hmm. Immortal Hulk, Time of Monsters, number one. Oh, it's Ali Ewing writing it. I was going to say they're going. Are we going back to your Immortal Hulk love? But no. Shang-Chi number one. Silk number one going to second print. That's good. Yeah. Oh, we have a fifth printing of High Republic number one. A fourth printing of High Republic number two, and a third printing of High Republic number three. Buy them all because you never know which one will pop. Uh, 
I'm zooming down the back half unless you've got something else. Nope, I'm just always stopping at Berserker and trying to figure out what the answer is there. I'm looking at Red Room number one. This is uh, Ed Pisker doing the writing and the art. You know, this is my boy from Hip Hop Family Tree and X-Men Grand Design. Mm -hmm. uh, I like his style a lot. It's pretty cool. Not really sure what this is about. Don't care. Uh, <laughs> I want I want to see what he has to say. So, um, looks like a little maybe horror kind of comic, dark web, yeah. something. So I'm I'm gonna check that out for sure. It's a fan of graphics book. It's a little high. It's six ninety nine. Um, And, and get this, we got we're bringing Red Rover Charlie back. I was just about to tell you, did you want to pay six dollars for the book you read ten years ago? Six dollars a piece for the Dog Days variants. Oh, okay. I thought I thought it was like a new volume. No, it's just variants of the original. Super limited order incentive editions. Golly, they got to stop this. Avatar, Man. put out some new stuff, please. Yeah. You killing me. Man, there's some a lot of interesting printings that strike in my fancy. Oh yeah. A lot of new number ones that could pick be the pick. Ah man, a lot of places to go. But only one right answer. Drew, what's your pick of the week? I think I'm going to have to go with Red Room. Uh, Ed Pisker from Fanagraphics. I'd probably be the only time I pick a Fanagraphics book ever. Uh, because yeah. usually they're OGNs. So, yeah, Red Room. Ed Pisker. And I like that Geiger number one third print. Uh, there's something about that that I can't stop looking at. Oh, Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tagging along with Drew and myself as we went through what the hot books are, what the future holds, and all the interesting stuff coming up in the world of comics. Uh, follow us. Find our Patreon. Patreon and search for Comics for Fun and Profit. Uh, we've had a lot of good conversations about the things blowing up and some of the cool stuff that's happening in the world of comics. Um, a little bit of speculation on some of the uh, Marvel X-Books and stuff that are starting to blow up with a lot of people just jumping back and forth thinking we got some mutants on the horizon and there are some books flying. Be part of those conversations and you can only do it um, by subscribing to our Patreon. Then we will let you on our Slack and we will share all our fun stuff with you and we will also put you in a drawing to win some really dope 9.8 uh, CGC comics. So don't miss on that. A lot of cool conversation, a lot of cool speculation we chit-chat about in there. So we thank you so much for joining us for Drew and for myself. See ya.